Welcome to the Permission Granted Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Angel. In today's episode, I take you on a post-trip high, recounting my trip to Minneapolis. I took in some live music, enjoyed nature, and reconnected with something that I used to love to do as a kid. I also remind you to reconnect with something that brings you joy as well. So without further delay, let's get started. Hello, loves. I am going to talk a little bit today about taking time for yourself and taking a little trip over the weekend to do some things that you love, but also to revisit some things that you used to love and should probably be doing more of. This past weekend, I intentionally took a trip out to Minneapolis to take in some live music and it was also a concert given at Paisley Park. Paisley Park, if all of you don't know, is the home of the late great Prince. And one of the things he loved to do was host fams, as we call it, at his house. And you may have a dance party, you may have a private show, and you may have both. So there's a group called Nookie Jones. These are young guys, probably late 20s, early 30s. They are all music majors and graduates who met at college and formed this band that's incredible and I had they would perform alongside other events I may be in town for and I just couldn't squeeze them into my prior trips so this specific one once I learned that they were going to be playing at Paisley Park I booked the trip and I have no regrets it was a wonderful time I grew up in my came of age in the late 70s uh, 80s And my family business is the music business. So live music is part of my upbringing. As a matter of fact, if you were a guy in my oldest brother's age group, which is about six years older than me, you played sports, but you also was in some type of band. You played an instrument. Live instruments were part of being a guy. It was a thing, you know. It was just how you were cool and all the girls loved you. My mom was a singer, so music was just a thing. So to see these younger people really take it back to real music by real musicians, writing, composing. And then I learned that the trombone player actually has a PhD and he teaches music. That is just fantastic to me. Super, super great group of people, the backup singers. We were having a jam. I literally ended the night dancing up a storm to Bobby Brown along with the backup dancers, backup singers, I'm sorry. It was just a wonderful, wonderful time. And it's also a time for me to reconnect with my Purple fam. So it was a good 10 people there that I knew already. And we just had a ball. And my spirit is just full because that's what we need to remind ourselves of. Do the things we love to do. I made it a whole weekend really of of wonderful experiences because I love exploring nature. Minneapolis, Minnesota, period, is it's still unspoiled. So you can see creeks that are clear and clear water running and it's just so many places to go and experience nature and I just absolutely love visiting there not just because of the appropriate events but because of the beautiful natural naturally occurring things that I get to encounter so I made it my business to visit at least one botanical garden and it's one place that I've been meaning to visit for the last three years and that's the arboretum 
the Minnesota Arboretum has been voted number one in the country. It is a landscaping masterpiece. They have so many classes to show you how to, you know, make beautiful arrangements in your yard. So I'm really going to have to go back and make a, a point to visit over a few visits to see all of the things I wanted to see. I also stopped at the, the um, University of Minnesota's St. Paul campus in the Department of Horticulture. I went there Saturday on my one sunny day and it was it was glorious. They had actually a little garden there with this. What was great about these places is you get to see signs that tell you what you're looking at. They had this this garden and you had little mini tomatoes and strawberries and it was it was fantastic. So finding a place to park, I encountered a cornfield um, in the wild. It was just around the corner, really. And I had never really gotten out and um, examined corn husks in person. I've bought them fresh from market, but I've never paid too much attention to them. And I've driven past them. I don't know how many times in South Carolina when I was stationed there in St. Louis when I was there a year. Um, I literally would drive past, but I never got out and looked at them. So I made it a point to get out and touch them and see what they look like just hanging out on the stalks. It was absolutely fantastic. And I planned on just capturing me, capturing nature. And as I was sitting there taking in the sun hitting my skin and this part of the the botanical garden that was the pollinator section, you see all of these bees and butterflies just doing what they do. And as I'm sitting there, I was watching the bees pollinate and one landed on me and I had to just tell myself, don't freak out, don't freak out. I wanted to take a picture of it on me, but I had the camera on delay and it took too long. And by the time it shuttered, the bee flew away. Um, but I was really just wanting to integrate myself with nature. I got up super early as the sun came up and I just went along my day capturing moments and it culminated with me going out to my favorite place. It's Five Lakes area. I still call it Lake Calhoun. It's actually called something else now that I can't pronounce. And it's just an homage to the Native Americans. Um, it's still in transition with the name change. So there are five lakes. You can bike along these lakes. They're designated biking trails, walking trails. You can rent a paddle boat and go out there. You can rent the boats that you use your feet to propel you along. And people have their sailboats out there. It is absolutely just a glorious day. Take the family out. I saw many, many families out there. And I can just sit in chairs and watch the people go by, which, I, which is what I've done a couple of times on a couple of other visits. So this time I said, nope, I am gonna rent a bike. I hadn't ridden on a bike all year, I don't think. I have a bike I'm looking at right now in my garage that is up on my back, bike rack, haven't ridden it. So I'm gonna definitely make um, a note to do that. It was fabulous. I only rented it for an hour because I was crunched for time and that's what I did. And then it was off to Paisley Park for an ultimate tour that was three hours so I don't know how smart that was <laughs> but it was it was glorious and then right after the tour I had this show which had a pre-party in the VIP it was a VIP package so we were next door to the main south stage 
in the NP NPG music um, group or music club. Prince had a, a fantastic vision. So this is, this, it was a real club. It's awesome. And back when he was alive, sometimes he would perform on that tiny stage, which is more intimate, which I think the place can hold like 150 or the main sound stage where it can fit a thousand, over a thousand people. Bands came to town and used that stage to practice for tours. Prince used it to practice for tours. He has a it's a full-on production facility where a part that we didn't see, I don't think, he can shoot videos there. He has everything he needs to be a completely interactive multimedia venue for him. He shot movies there. It's a 45,000 square foot facility. And I think we may have seen on our tour, probably a third of it. And I'm not even joking. It was it's insane. You have to go. So it was just a beautiful sensory fulfilling trip. Of course, emotional. Kind of hard to be in Paisley Park without Prince there. But I really, really get a sense of what he meant this place to be, and it was wonderful. And so I'm still basking on the high of that because all year I've been able to do these little getaways once every couple of months to either have time with myself or with my young diva. Oh, hopefully I can go with my son and his girlfriend and all of them just so they can experience to somewhere. And what's even greater, the flight is less than two hours. That's a shorter time frame for me to get to New York and back. So for the time for me, we'll get to New York one way. So for the time for me to catch the train up to New York, which is really only four hours, but it takes five, I can get to and from Minneapolis. You know, and it's my happy place. It's my my soulful second home. And I feel so creative there. I, I come up with so many concepts. As a matter of fact, I shot some of the photographs for my me project, which ended up being used in an article I had published earlier this year called Erasing the Myth of the Strong Black Woman. And I really, really have just had reward after reward after reward based off of those photographs, which were initiated in Minneapolis. And it was a snowstorm or something about when it snows, it actually gets warm and it's majestic. And I actually took a trip there and I didn't tell anybody that I was there, um, except for a handful of folks. And I think I may do that again before the year is out. Just get there. We can get away maybe for my birthday. I don't know yet. I still got a couple of weeks where I can make a decision which way I'm going to go uh, and book my flight. It's money well spent. I probably should be saving more than I'm spending, but I I just need these experiences to recharge me. And so I task all of you is to really think about some of the simple things in life that make you happy. Put it on your agenda and do them because you will feel like you're enjoying the art of living and not just existing. And I'll leave you with this final thought. We are hardworking people. We take care of our families. We take care of ourselves. We make a living, we earn a living. We were not created to just get up, go to work, go to work, pay the bills and just die. So get out there and remember the art of living. And I'm going to have some other podcasts that are really hammer home this because I really believe in it. I have over two dozen episodes pre-taped 
and you're going to be hearing the episode every day if I can get them all edited in time. It's all about what kind of energy and bandwidth I have after work to get these things out to you all because it's important. These are just offshoots of conversations that I tend to have with people. And instead of me having to keep repeating myself, you could just keep pressing play, get out your pen and paper and just do it. I am human just like you all. And I have to remind myself to take my own advice. So don't think I'm above reproach either, reproach either, because I'm not. Um, I'm feeling this this supreme sense of terror that my life is passing me by and I'm not going to get to do the things I really want to do in life. Um, I don't want to get stuck on the cycle of doing what I hashtag have to do. So in keeping with hashtag self-care, get out there and do things that you love to do. The simpler, the better. The more closer to nature, the better. On this very first day of October, yes, fall happened last week, but until this calendar and this month align itself, fall to me is really still coming. I had to go to Minneapolis to really experience my favorite time of the year, that crisp fall air, cute outfits and whatnot. Go and get out there and live. That's all I have for you all today, loves. Thank you for listening, and we'll be chatting soon. Well, my loves, this concludes our episode. Did anything resonate with you? What are some of the things you love to do that you haven't done in a while? Go ahead and drop us a comment below. Be sure to like and share with your friends and hop on over to www.angelchestnut.com forward slash blog where you can find our latest blog posts and subscribe to our newsletter. You can also find us on social media where you can follow us at Angel Chestnut Studio. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for listening.